0: Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It is the pod of thunder and rock and roll. And Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Duff McKagan is the proud presenter, as always, of the Talk is Jericho joke of the week. Hey, Chris Jericho. It's Duff McKagan calling you. I've I've got a beef, actually. Uh, I can't believe in this day and age wearing underwear in the backyard would be thought of as so offensive. Admittedly, admittedly it wasn't my backyard. It wasn't my underwear. Thank you very much. Thank you, Duff, for being so ridiculous. Uh, So funny. Great stuff. That one actually made me laugh. Thanks for Duff for never missing a Friday in almost two years and for always getting our weekend started with a laugh. Well, at least a groan. All right. I'll tell you another cool way to spend a weekend or even a weeknight. Go see my boys Shine Down on tour. Uh, Zach Myers and the Boys. Love those guys. We toured with them back in 2012. They're even better now. The Attention, Attention World Tour is on sale now. Get your tickets at LiveNation.com and then go sing along to Second Chance. How about devil? Cause it's about to get hell! listen they got so many hits you know every song they play they got a killer stage show like i said we toured with them all summer 2012 they definitely put the money into the show you're gonna love it and you know who else is gonna be with Shine Down this summer they got dinosaur pileup broken hands and bad flower on the bill it's gonna be a great show and listen have you heard the new bad flower song ghost huh i'm gonna play a little for you right now I love that tune. I play them all the time on my Octane uh, show, The Rock of Jericho, and I'm gonna have to check out more of their stuff. Maybe I'll even check them out on the Shine Down Attention Attention tour myself. All right, go see Shine Down on tour this summer. It's a night of rock and roll. You won't forget. Get your tickets now at livenation.com. That's livenation.com. Shine Down, one of the hottest bands in the world today and one of the hottest new performers in New Japan Pro Wrestling today at the Excellence Lounge at the Tokyo Dome Hotel. Conversation with Juice Robinson right here on Talk is Jericho. So uh, we're here uh, in the Tokyo Dome Hotel with uh, Juice Robinson. You said you've never been on this floor before? Yeah.
1: The excellent, what is it? The, the excellence,
0: excellence Lounge. The yeah, It's weird. They've got a business center uh, up there that closes at 9 in the morning.
1: Yeah, I didn't even... There was a... uh, Closes
0: at 9 in the morning. Like, what kind of business are you doing?
1: I don't even know. I've never... I never even knew this place existed. Oh, this floor? Yeah, this floor. Mm -hmm. You've
0: been coming to Japan for for a a while now, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, Wow. Three and a half years.
0: And this is, like, your main place.
1: This is my house. I consider this my house.
0: Is this something you always wanted to do, Come to Japan? No.
1: I never wanted to come to Japan. Well, not that I was... No, I don't want to go to Japan. Mm -hmm. It was just... I never even thought about going to Japan... I just wanted to be a WWF superstar when I was yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I got older, I, you know, that didn't work, and I didn't know that Japan, I would work here,
0: <laughs> it even exist exi- at yeah. the point, right?
1: No, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I mean, I knew, I knew Japan was a thing, but I did not know that it was. Uh, just like the way we, ha- like, you know, you have Yano, you have Taguchi. I didn't know you could be silly and have fun and be like, <laughs> right. hat- wear costumes. And like, I thought everybody was like mouthpiece in, kick
0: pads. And dumping like, you on Karate your head. fighter, yeah. Like drop you on your stack of dimes. That's what I thought it was. That is kind of the, the misconception of Japan in a lot of ways that people think that. But maybe kind of in the 90s, like when they had the Masao and those type of guys that were literally dumping each other in their heads. But you don't really have a lot of that. No, you know? it was funny. Billy Gunn was
1: here a couple of years ago for a tag league, maybe mm-hmm. two years ago, and he was—he just asked me like, "Man, are they all gonna? Am I gonna be like landing on my head?" And, yeah, and I was like, "No, man, you mm. aren't even gonna—you are barely gonna fall down and get back up." He's like, "What?" I was like, "Dude, you're a monster. Right? You're six foot five, two hundred seventy-five pounds. Like he's just." What, dude they're gonna bump you you're gonna bump once a match probably, yeah yeah and it's gonna be awesome and yeah yeah i was right but that was that old
0: school style like, <laughs> yeah like yeah you, you think about billy getting coming in the 90s <laughs> and you think about going to japan brother but it's really not like that because even when i came here it was like oh it's the strong style i mean yeah it's strong but it's no stronger than working WWE against certain guys i mean certain guys are, are more solid yeah. than others but there's nobody really doing those i mean there's some guys doing it on purpose on their own but dump getting dumped on your head doesn't really happen a lot. No. Unless you want it to. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And some guys do. Yeah. So yeah. T- yeah. I, I feel like yeah, Osprey doesn't feel like he's alive until he falls on his head a couple him of times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they love
0: falling Which on is was, head. so so how did you get booked here in the first place then? So
1: I was CJ Parker in NXT. Yeah. Like hippie gimmick. I knew I was just, you know, waiting to get fired or <laughs> just stay no, there for forever. That. I could just tell and I got in trouble all the time. I got yelled at constantly there for popping the boys and like having fun. And How
0: dare you have fun? I know, I know. I shouldn't so, have so had fun. So let's talk about this for a bit. So, what yeah. do you mean? Like, uh, are you talking about like in class or? Yeah, like. Because uh, explain how that works. Like, when you go to NXT, right? it's not like you're just on the road and that's it. You have to go to the classes every day, right? Uh, that's all it was. And this was like, this was the
1: transition from FCW to NXT. So it was like, you know, FCW was just a little bit of. You've been there a little bitty, Warehouse in Tampa, real small, Dr. Tom, Steve Kern, Norman Smiley, and uh, it was just... Dusty was involved. Dusty. It was just like developmental had been for all the years, and then all of a sudden, it was like, all right, we're changing this into like a mini brand, or a brand, Yeah. and it just got way bigger. But that move from FCW to NXT was like... We just, we just had, like Bill at the time, it was just like super militant and super like, we're going to just do drop downs and leapfrogs and hip tosses all day and stuff. But man. Until you puke. Been, yeah, yeah, exactly. But shit, I, I was doing that for, I, I can do a drop down leapfrog hip toss like, <laughs> dude, as good as anybody. Right. So eventually it becomes like, to stay sane, you're in that warehouse every day, which is fine, but. It's like you're getting paid to
0: practice, but I, I would just have fun with it and be silly sometimes. And I just got yelled at all the time. Hmm. Well, so, Cause cause, like... but, but, how, but how could you not <laughs> have, because like I because that, that drains you. I mean, talking with, with Kevin and with Sammy and all the guys that have been down there, you know, Shinsuke, guys like Finn that were like headlining. You know, shows here and then go to NXT and just be doing barrel rolls from corner to corner. It's kind of like, what the hell am I doing? And I think it was part of like the
1: growing pains of
0: like changing from FC. Like I think they, I don't think
1: it's like that anymore. Mm. I don't think that uh, like Adam Cole's just in there right now doing somersaults. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. he comes in, lifts weights, watches tape with like Shawn Michaels and then does the shows in Florida. And that would be badass. But mm. th- for a while there, I just felt like, uh, man. Everybody was, all these guys were coming in that, you know, the guys you just like Sammy Zayn, Pac, Kevin Owens. And I was already friends with like Ambrose and Cesaro right. and Seth. And dude, they all had that thing that I didn't have. And that was like not coming here as a 21 year old green kid who, I didn't even know how to wrestle really when I went to FCW. Really? So I got you got there, yeah. signed? That was like When the first... I was 21, I got signed. Yeah. How? I did a- I was wrestling uh, Lenny Lane up in Minnesota. From, Lenny Lane. Yeah, Lenny
0: Lane. He yeah, stole my know, lover boy yeah, tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a good nice guy. He's
1: the best. Is and he still is he still working? I don't think he works too much anymore. Gotcha. I think last I heard he was like helping out like troubled uh, youth. Okay. Kids and he mm-hmm. he's awesome. Did you, and so it was like the first this was like the first guy that I ever really wrestled like 20 minute match like Listen to me, kid.
0: No. Did, Did you, you train, train with him? No,
1: I didn't. I, I trained uh, with tr- a guy named Truth Martini, you probably Yeah, know. yeah,
0: Or yeah. yeah. R-H guy. But, and- yeah.
1: So I trained in... But this was just a random indie that I, I met a guy in Milwaukee, brought me over to Minnesota. And uh, Lenny was, Lenny, at the time, they were only signing guys that were like, they were signing guys that were like 21, no wrestling experience, 6'2", handsome, like, <laughs> that's what they did you play football? Good, all right. Can't yeah, teach height, brother. Like, that was what it was. Would you say can't teach height? <laughs> yeah, you can't teach height. They used to, yeah. That's where the, uh, any seven foot tall and you can't teach that came from. Oh, yeah, really? Because Johnny Ace used to always be, you can't teach height.
0: No kidding, and Steve Kerr would say that too, and it's true. You but. know it's funny though, because I remember that verdict because I was in W. It was probably what two thousand and eight or nine or something like that, maybe ten around that time frame. Is that the year that we're talking about? Uh, yeah, two thousand eleven for me is when right. I got. Yeah. So, but that was the verdict. They had to be two, uh, six two, at least. Yep. They wanted like Alex Riley's at that time. Mm. Which dude,
1: hell yeah, on paper that looks great. Sounds great. I don't yeah, but you know, you want Kevin Owens's and Sami Zayn's and Pox and Or a combination. Everything. Yeah. And a couple of Alex Riley's. Yeah, it needs to be like a plethora of <laughs> yeah. all but kinds of it's things. It's almost like, a, like you yeah. know,
0: like, these these uh not like, like a like like a manufacturing assembly line yeah. of what a wrestler quote unquote is supposed to look like. Like you take out like Alex Riley and he he actually wasn't too bad. Oh, no, yeah. It was- Whatever reason it didn't work out, but that's like like a good Good looking holy cow, yeah. what's the other cat of mason ryan oh, like holy shit right yeah you know can you yeah dude you know hello the prototype they're like, yeah
1: they're wwf smackdown versus raw creative players the, the yeah. opening thing before you right. <laughs> make your costume and stuff <laughs> that's those guys i i get it but eventually that changed like in the four years that i was there and they started signing like the chris hero they started signing indie guys mm-hmm. and they because they wanted to make nxt a brand and i just think they wanted like guys that were over to make that over and you know you can't just do it with right with uh, manufactured creative players so you uh, so you you, you come <laughs> so from... I saw that and I was like dude if either I'm gonna like best case scenario I thought like I'm either gonna be with like best case scenario would have been like Heath Slater I think would be my career would have been my career trajectory mm-hmm. it's like what I kind of was like, the best case is going to be like, I'm going to be, against Heath, but I'm going to be nothing saying. against Heath. He's Came a great in as worker.
0: The, yeah. Uh, An Nexus uh, guy, it, or, And then now he's, and
1: I don't even think that would have happened to me. I really think I would have just sat down there in Florida until I got fired within a
0: year or so. And no, and, and why? I, dude, I you got charisma, know. you're big guy, good looking guy. You can work. Have you, have you improved that much since I, you left?
1: Dude, that's the other thing. Everybody's like, oh, my God, he's so much better now. He's improved. I real, really feel like I'm about the same <laughs> as I always have been. I, I just think that Gator was the first guy that was like, all right, just go wrestle. And then he saw kind of how I was. And then he liked, liked it and then just said, you should do more of that. Like, mm-hmm. he just... He told me like he made the flamboyant. He he was the one like, oh yeah, you should wear crazy costumes. Really, and like he he love he loves when I like just yell profanity. I mean, we're toning it down now, but mm-hmm. when I first got here, I was just yelling like.
0: Oh, I know, wasn't it was fun? Just, yeah, it's when just I first awesome. came here, it's just like, oh, this is
1: great. Yeah, and they don't care because like, you could say the F word as loud as you want in front of a four-year-old. They just laugh. <laughs> oh, he's being American. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like, yeah. oh, they, they don't Americans. have, the, the F word is not a thing here. They don't yeah. really have cuss they words. They don't know. have that swear, yeah. right. And like half of the Japanese dudes use the F word too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Gato was just like the first guy who just gave me a chance and then kind of like was patient too because like, I just feel like in NXT, it was like, all right, CJ Parker you got dread, so you're a hippie. We made this seventies like light up gimmick when you come out this rip off jimmy hendrix song all right we're practicing your entrance what you're just gonna walk to the ring why would you just walk to the ring michael says you gotta dance well i can't dance <laughs> i can't sing or dance what's that rocky <laughs> quote like why do you why do you fight because i can't sing or dance why do i wrestle because i can't sing or dance dance to the ring i can't well how do i triple h Pat Pat, all these guys are, oh, okay i'll dance and then and how
0: like, and why does a hippie
1: have to dance i don't know and why was i a hippie just because i had dreadlocks i don't know so so, so you show up <laughs> you have dreadlocks and someone looks at you
0: and goes you're the hippie guy all right so it,
1: went. it was kind of it was kind of like uh at that point they were like, uh, oh, you have to have your message what's your message and they were they were huge on like the developmental guys what's your message? what's your message you how, how do you mean by message message like uh what's your character who mm. are you like what are you mm. I don't know i was trying to figure it out i was 22 still learning how to do It's kind like, of one of the reasons to why you're there down, get it again yeah <laughs> like we'll stumble upon it it may it, it, like i think you eventually figure out what you are but it takes time but they were just like what are you what are you what are you so i was trying to figure out a gimmick mm-hmm. and like that point like aiden english and tyler Breeze, they were like in my class and tyler Breeze came up with the model thing aiden english thought of this lesbian thing so i started like pretending to be like a yogi <laughs> at, at uh <laughs> Like a, like I don't know I was just messing around at promo day and then the Chris Chambers do you know Chris Chambers?
0: Yeah. What is he a producer or something? Chris he used to work as a producer. Yeah. In 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 WWE and now he works for for NXT. Same thing, yeah. right? Produces like the the vignettes the 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 yep. Tron videos. Creative. So
1: I did. I went. I started going that way, and he was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool. Maybe mm. you should do more of that." And then I just kind of got into it, and then the dread, lo- I got dreads, and it just. I, it wasn't just them. It was me too. But it was like, "Oh, well, we kind of like that. Maybe you should do it." Okay, I'm doing it. I, anything to get noticed, or anything mm. to get a chance. And uh, yeah, I did. A, I did a thing with uh, Sea World, like Slave World. I made a sign, and we, like, taped a huge thing of me, like, going to Slave World, and Sea World, and holding, like, the sign that says Slave World. People are going by, like, honking.
0: Or like, trying to and, save the dolphins yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah,
1: like, <laughs> activists, like, being an activist. <laughs> and uh, Slave World. Like, I just had, like, <laughs> so it pans one. out. This will never see the light of day, even though it is out there, but they got so mad. Because so one, one lone one tear. Yeah. And then there's like whales like, and there's me like cutting promos and like how oh, you need to save the orcas. And it was right when that blackfish thing came out uh-huh. and I was like, Oh my God, when they see this, they're going to be like, okay, we can, this guy is a heel. This, this guy will, people will want to see him get his ass kicked is yeah. what I was thinking. And, uh, William Regal was like, don't let it. you can't show anybody that because I guess Bush light or somebody owns sea world and Bush light or Budweiser, somebody is a sponsor of WWE and <laughs> ESPN was there that day. And I was still like, nah, show it, show it, show it. And yeah, Mr. William Regal was not happy with me. I thought they would love it, but Triple H was like, well, if people are laughing, if they're, if, if they think it's funny, then it's not good.
0: See, But, you know, but it is funny. But I laugh you, at those guys in real life. But you <laughs> know what the thing, is, he said that to me a few times, but to me, I always say it all depends on your delivery. It's not funny if you believe it, you know, if you're, if you're at slave world, like you said, it's funny to see these, but those people, yeah. it's like Daniel Bryan now, the carbon footprint thing. Like, but if you are convict uh, you do it with conviction, right. no one will ever laugh at that, mm-hmm. you know? And dude,
1: at the time I was like coming out talking about like my gas mileage on my Ford Fiesta and then great Khali would come out and beat me in like two minutes or right? I was like getting my ass kicked by like Baron Corbin and Mojo Raleigh in three minutes on NXT v- TV. Perfect. I thought it was perfect uh, thing, but it just didn't work. And what the hell is great Kelly doing in NXT? Oh, they had know, him joke Joke
0: me. Yeah, dude. Really? Yeah. He <laughs> was, was he actually he? really fun to work with. He, he, you know, he's actually <laughs> a great guy. He is. He's, he's super got... <laughs> funny. Really <laughs> yeah. nice guy. But you said he's great to work with. I've I never heard him say that. Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> I,
1: let me rephrase that. I had fun working with him. I don't know, but yeah, he wasn't really great to work but I just or to work with, but I and just you, looked at it as like, "Uh, ah, put him in the middle of the ring and run into him and fall down a bunch." See,
0: but if you can figure out the secret to working with guys like that, yeah. then it, then that that is a good thing.
1: It yeah, it's not that hard. He's a legit Indian giant. Yeah. The only one I've ever seen. You ever dropped that big uh Everybody thing? was telling me that People were like, "Be careful of that." He's knocked people silly. Yeah, and I, he didn't give it to me. He, he just gave me that nine foot choke, choke slam. slam. He's
0: a big chop to the top of your head. It felt like a tree branch, like a big <laughs> thick a tree branch just falling. Concussion on your head. city.
1: That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. Uh, hey, brother. Yeah. There was some story I just heard a couple where him and Big Show got in a fight and they got a huge fight and everybody pulled him away and it was like Big Show telling Khalid was the shits or something.
0: You're the shits too, bro. Yeah, you're the shits too, bro. I was there, man. Oh, you were. It was in Puerto oh. Rico. Or maybe you
1: told me that story. Maybe it was. A that's Puerto Rico, in the dressing sport.
0: room, was like Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> yeah. And we were the little planes buzzing around. raw slap your way. <laughs> You're the shits. You're the shits too, brother. <laughs> no, no hesitation. No, like, yeah. okay, I'm the shits. Yeah, but you are but too. So are you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that's kind of what you were doing then. Because the other thing too, before they moved to NXT um, in Orlando, that Florida-Tampa... Uh, was a warehouse hot dude yeah. sweaty like kind of in a strip mall and the oh, time i God. went there was just more and more people getting added so the place was just rammed with but people it
1: was awesome though and like dr tom always said man all you need is a camera and a ring to train wrestlers and he's right even though know, the performance center is badass as hell but they were putting out just as many top or just as many wwe guys in little and FCW. fcw yeah Yes. means for the
0: camera to kind of show yeah you, you can watch
1: wrestle in the ring watch it back you know mm-hmm. have a you know you don't need all that shit i understand why they did it and it's badass but all you need is a ring
0: and a camera right were you uh working like when you did go to orlando were you working on the florida shows oh yeah at that point yeah. yeah actually the
1: i they were just starting to do like big arena shows and we were at a it was like the wrestlemania i don't know whatever one in san san jose Mm. and it was the one of the first takeovers yeah Yeah. one of the first big arena like nxt shows and i was on all the tvs doing get you know get my ass kicked on all the tvs cutting promos all that bull crap and then when they i wasn't on the card, and i was just like Mm. "Ah, i gotta i gotta i gotta quit i have to quit Mm -hmm. i have to quit and go be a wrestler everywhere else that was the, i was that just was the dead.
0: straw that broke the back yeah, yeah i just and
1: i but then i got like super pumped about it. i had been thinking about it for a year to quit and everybody i was telling was i was like some people were like ah you shouldn't and then eventually i think people like saw how convicted is that the word i don't know i was so serious i'm like do you do it you're gonna do fine if you leave they could tell like Sam- Pac and all them and sammy and ferg they would sh- yeah leave
0: see if you have like you said the conviction i think is what the word yeah, was. both convi- of us were yeah, looking for that. that convicted is what we we're saying which helps as well i'm not a, well. person. <laughs> I'm not, a I'm not a word i'm not one of them I'm not <laughs> one word, word guys yeah. but if you're looking at, at the you know you and cody come to mind Pac is another one sammy callahan yeah great example of guys that that took the plunge and it's hard to do that i mean i did it when i was in wcw i always like said if someone said to you okay you can fly well okay now stand on the edge of this building just take that step but i i can tell you you can fly and you don't over that one time you take a step if i'm either going to die or maybe i can actually fly and when you actually fly you realize i wish i would have done this six months ago Mm -hmm. you know so how did you finally who did you tell how did you go through the process i uh I told
1: Bernard, Braldo, he's got like 10 names. Prince Albert. Matt Bloom. (laughs) Yeah, Matt Bloom. A-Train. I I, I prefer Prince Albert. (laughs) (laughs) I like Bernard. Bernard, Bernard's funny Where the hell did that come from? (laughs) Giant Bernard. Giant Bernard. Mm -hmm. Like Saint Bernard. That was his New Japan name. Yeah. I I told him, he he was already coming down there as like, uh, He was wrestling with, he was working with Brodus Clay. So he was like coming down as a commentator and as a wrestler. Hmm. So we before he was even a coach, I, would, I already we were already friends and then he became a coach, then he became head coach. And so he heard me bitch for a year. <laughs> <laughs> so he came up to me once and was like, hey, have you ever thought about, uh, if you ever do leave here, have you ever thought about J- New Japan? I was like, what, me, hmm. no? And then eventually I was like, yeah, is that what you, you think? I started watching New Japan then. Then I saw, like, Tanahashi and Nakamura and AJ. Well, I knew AJ was over here, but I started really watching. I was like, oh, shit, that's just good old-fashioned wrestling. Mm -hmm. So... Then I, yeah, then I told him. And then it was when they were inducting Titsumi Fujinami to the Hall of Fame. And I was doing like access match. I was one of the guys, you know, doing like the 10 access matches a day. <laughs> During the Hall of <laughs> yeah, Fame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like eight in the morning. Yeah. Shawn Michaels was doing autograph signing a football field away in the, in the you know, I'm calling myself <laughs> Mr. WrestleMania access and pointing to the sign and tuning up the band and just being a complete asshole. Right. Little did I know that Hattori and uh sugabayashi oh. and all of them had. As I walked out, then they were like, "Oh, hey, they were there." And they just said, "Hey, what's up, Bernard?" And then he was like, "Hey, take a look at this guy." Wow! Yeah, he he's he's just quit. I had quit like the day before, and I was just finishing the weekend out, just messing around. But I'm like tuning up the band and like getting you ready. You had to no super idea. Kick. Yeah, I'm getting ready to super kick Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> like acting like a complete asshole, and i was just like oh yeah you go, he's good man. So hey, man, just, he's
0: good man and i
1: came through back through and they were there and yeah the rest is See, what what, a,
0: what crazy timing on that it's right? just, it all worked yeah perfect storm you just never know who's watching yep that's the
1: thing and then when i left i moved to england for like i was in england for in europe for a summer and i just did like carnival camps for brian dixon you, can, you do a, of... can you do a Dixon? No, I can't. Rob
0: Brookside does oh the best. Oh, my God. I God. can't remember how to talk something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: It's
0: like, you know, <laughs> you got oh, you know, oh,
1: to He would always be like, okay, Joe. Okay, good man. He'd Give me my 40 bucks. <laughs> okay, mate. Uh, okay, buddy,
0: okay. Give me your 40
1: bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd be like, he he would hate if you like. Had a wrestling match like it's all Gaga, mm. and it has to be like you got It's like a hundred thousand eight year old. But, but let's explain
0: this. It's called <laughs> yeah. a holiday camp, which is way more glamorous than what it actually is. Oh
1: my gosh! Yes. I
0: remember we, we played a couple of festivals at holiday camps. You go in there, it's like a bunch of battered battered up caravan cabins. Yeah. It's minus twenty. It's freezing. It's gray, and then they have kind of little uh, entertainment. Yep. Yeah. And wrestling is one of the entertainment. Yeah.
1: I don't. I couldn't even. I don't even know the American equivalent. But
0: if oh, anybody's really thinking Disney World, no oh. way. Like, if you ever, <laughs> somebody, you ever heard of the cat skills in the 60s, I that's <laughs> what i envisioned, the cat skills. Or,
1: yeah, I, have, I don't even know what that is, but I have no <laughs> idea. But it's just, it's just like, you can, it like, I always say it brought like my wrestling soul back because I was kind of like had beaten dog syndrome and I was, I felt like, you know, it's amazing shit. how that happens. But when you wrestle in front of like 408 year olds or the, geez, more than that sometimes, it's like, Oh yeah, wrestling's fun again. Just, and all
0: you have to do is like lock up, and yep. it's like. <sighs> I
1: just, I just always thought of it as like a Looney Tunes. Just think of it exactly like, like, uh, just li- like I was doing, like, you know, coming in and getting your foot caught on the second rope, and then <laughs> Mason and I would clothesline me
0: back over, just like stupid, right. just silly.
1: It was the best. but it works so it worked so good and it was so fun
0: and like you said it got it got your, your passion back for the business yeah when you when you left did was it basically you okay no problem here you go here's your complete release or is there any kind of terms that you have I, to agree with
1: i uh no i uh talked to canyon seaman i it was me bernard and kane and seaman uh triple h was doing wrestlemania stuff and I probably should have talked to him, but I, I never did. <laughs> but whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Kansing was just like, okay, yeah, and go go make yourself a star.
0: Was like, rah rah. Yeah,
1: all right. And uh, yeah, it was no no problem. They even said, uh, well, they told me not to work a couple places, but they said the work working here would be cool. I don't know how that would be now, but at mm-hmm. that at that point, I think they were trying to get a working relationship going or something,
0: you know. But I mean, that's so the they, thing too. I mean, you can never. You know, whatever is there any such thing as real heat nowadays? It's star power, and who's going to draw and, and that sort of thing. You know, and for you, like you said, languishing and developmental, or actually coming yeah. out making a big name for yourself—that's the way it should be. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm glad I did it. <laughs> when you uh,
0: when you left, how did you? Were you Juice Robinson right away that summer when you went to England?
1: Yeah, because that that was my original name when like my handful of or my year or so in the Indies, it was that, and then. Yeah, I changed it back relatively quick. Where'd you
0: get Juice Robinson from?
1: Uh, so, well, my first wrestling name ever was Joey Malibu, but that's because <laughs> I didn't have a I didn't have a name, and I was like debuting, and the guy was like, "Oh, yeah, you look like that, oh, Joey Malibu." Joey Malibu, here he comes, long blue tights and white boots, <laughs> and a blonde afro. <laughs> nice, but uh, I don't know. I was with one of my buddies, and at the time, there was a quarterback for uh, Illinois. And his name was Juice Williams. And I don't know how it came. My, my friend was like, dude, you should be the Juice, like Juice Robinson. I was like... Well, that actually sounds
0: cool, like a gimmicky first name and like my legit last. Is name. that your last name? Yeah. That's that's yeah. always the secret. Yeah. You never. It's like in a trop, Tropic Thunder. They said never go full retard. Yeah. In yeah. Wrestling never go full gimmick. Yeah. Like yeah. me and me and uh, Edge talked about that when he was Sexton Hardcastle. Yeah. If he was Sexton Copeland or Adam Hardcastle, you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sexton Hard, the double the double gimmick, don't work. Yeah. If I was Juice Malibu, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
0: Jesus, too much. Hey, by the way, that name's open. Anybody out there? Juice Malibu. Any Brothers out there yeah. just starting out you want to be juice malibu go <laughs> <Yeah>. for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so when you went over to europe and all that sort of thing because you mentioned like the holiday camps mm-hmm. and that's that's not easy uh touring over there i mean oh
1: man i loved it you live in this like big all the foreign or all the non-european guys live in this uh or non-english guys live in this place called the digs which is just brian dixon's like old house that he grew up in when he was a kid and it's basically, uh, I got to try to be politically correct here, but there's mattresses, there's like, you walk in the living room, there's like five mattresses in there, the dining room's got bed. it's like just totally like immigrant workers, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was so awesome though, and you only get paid like, I got paid not. you wrestle five or ten times a week and he just pays you cash, and it wasn't much, but... If you did 10 shots for 75 bucks a shot, it was okay. Enough to drink beer. Yeah. Yeah. Drink beer, eat, go to the gym. It was just like something to get away from America. And I was... Cleansing your mind. Yeah. It was awesome. Mm. Yeah. You couldn't save any money, but I could live.
0: Who else was working there?
1: Sam Adonis, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He was
0: there. Las Uh, Rudo de Chicas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Shoot. Uh, Tony Storm was there a little. Oh, Tony's okay. Okay.
0: kaylee ray she's like but basically she, you're the yeah. only like american guy besides mason Sam. ryan was there okay gotcha uh yeah i think
1: that was about it i'm probably forgetting somebody that i should but you know it's
0: good that you did that well, i was working in mexico you know a long time ago 93 and i was getting bored of it like you said just i think i'd been there for almost two years and it was week in week out same thing and i took a gig in germany to go with Brooks. I actually, yeah. brookside and I remember remember conan saying why would you leave being a headliner in Arena Mexico, making at the time was pretty good money to go to working in a tent in Germany for shit money because I needed the experience. I needed to get away and cleanse and, and learn just yeah. life experience, wrestling experience, you know, all that sort of thing.
1: Dude, and wrestling's supposed to be fun. I love it. That's lo- right. Yeah, it's, that is what I would do too. Mm-hmm. I would have done that. Uh, well, you
0: did. Yeah. You
1: know. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. Probably, I might have done it because I read your book when I was yeah. <laughs> without even knowing. No, yeah. but yeah, it's supposed to be like rock and roll and fun, and like we're circus folk uh, in a way. You yeah, know? like I live out of my bag right now. I sleep on my dad's futon in the living room. Do you really? But I'm here. Like this is my not this floor, of course, but <laughs> <laughs> someday, kid. Yeah. someday, brother. Someday you'll get to the twenties, the thirties, <laughs> and the forties. <40s. laughs> uh, but yeah, this is. I think I spent like 220 days in Japan last You're year. Kidding me? Yeah, I had 104, uh, 100. I have about 150 matches with these guys here. Wow. And here. Yeah, and it's like compared to like, you know. But I'm doing like, uh, you know, me and Nakanishi and Nagata and versus ten. You know, I'm doing like real small. I'm doing
0: all the shows. You're doing like the little Miyazaki ranch towns. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. But I love that. And I, I yeah, it's it's. So it's are you awesome. on every tour? I, well, the first three years I was, and then this this or this last year I've started to take like uh, the super juniors or the junior tags. Like I'm not needed, I guess. You're not
0: really a junior though. No, uh,
1: yeah, no. that's yeah. yeah. So they bring in a bunch of juniors, and then some of the heavyweights have off. Then
0: when you came over here, um, where were you kind of slotted right off the bat? Like were you did they bring you up to the system, or were you coming as a as a semi-main event guy? Or so
1: when I when i i asked to stay in the dojo like i uh really? I didn't want to come straight to the hotel cuz i i was i wanted to make a career here and so i thought i should maybe start just start from scratch and get a chance in the dojo too cuz i wanted you know that place is cool as hell you yeah. read about it's it and you hear about yeah. it it's like the new japan dojo is like you know Benoit, everybody like
0: Brian Adams <laughs> yeah, you know all the guys <laughs> yeah. seriously i remember benwell was there with Brian Adams and um What's the guy's name who played guitar? Not PN News with oh. his brother. <laughs> Whatever, Daryl, something or other. Oh, what was his gimmick? Man, name? Mountain Rock. Yeah, Man, Mountain Rock. Yeah, he came, he came, through, came through the dojo, brother. Could yeah. you tell? But I mean, that's, but, that's. I begged to do that when I first started here, and never got the chance.
1: Because I, you know, I figured that you know the negadas and the Ligers of the world would appreciate me. I didn't want, I didn't want anybody to think that I came here and
0: was like, I was in
1: NXT. Look at how big my dong is, you know. <laughs> no way. Start over. I was gonna shave my head, do everything, but pretty quick they were like. Do you don't have to? Cute, I was right? gonna go black boot. I was gonna start really legit, like which Japanese young boy, young boy the, yeah, black the boots, d- black traditional head. black boot, black short, tights, shaved head. Shaved head. I was gonna do all of it. They told me I didn't have to shave my head, and pretty quick they were like, you don't really have to. You just train and do what you want. It was basically Did you actually live in the dojo at all? Yeah. I lived there for eight months. I did train with the boys. I mean, I didn't get my ass kicked every day like the way like a real young boy did. But I could already, you know, I could already wrestle and yeah. shit. So it would have been,
0: you know, counterintuitive. So what, what, that's very interesting. What's the uh kind of the day by day yeah. in the dojo?
1: So when you when you first get, well, I was. Like, let me explain
0: quickly. The dojo is where, like, uh, when you're, you, there's a ring in there. There's a there all there's a gym where you can lift weights. There's a kitchen. There's a shower. There's a tanning bed. There's yeah. barracks, yep, dorms, barracks, so to yeah. speak. So if you get signed yeah. to New Japan, this is kind of where it's not a school. It's more of like a college. Yeah,
1: it's. I explained it to my dad as like a firehouse. I think that Good You could Good uh, call. somebody who doesn't know wrestling would be like, oh okay, because you know all the boys come in, and they're in and out, in and out, in and out. And I think that's the way that the community around there looks at it Mm. as it too. Uh, middle
0: of nowhere back alley. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's in like a, it's in a nice little area, but it's Mm kind of like a suburb. Like you would (laughs) just a house. It's just a Noki's house. Right. From way back. Is that what it is? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I remodeled or whatnot. But, uh, so the first day that I got there, you know how it is when you first come to Japan, you wake up at like four in the morning wide awake. So I woke up at like four in the morning and, and, um, I was rooming with, uh, uh cody hall so i'm like Mm. on the top bunk like oh shit why am i up so i went downstairs and there, there's a uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Got his, uh, <laughs> he's just tooting around the really? kitchen. Hey, or, 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 or. Well, yeah. just making big ass breakfast. He's got his liger costume hanging outside, air drying. He like, washed it. Doing, yeah. Yeah, just doing his uh, whatever he wanted. You know, his like daily. What the hell morning. is he
0: doing at the dojo? <laughs> he lives there, dude. Really?
1: Yeah. When we're on tour, I think he go. He lives in Fukuoka. Too, oh, okay, so, gotcha. So I think he goes home when he in between stuff when he can, but
0: he's there. All Talk the about time. a brother's been here for like th- oh. thirty five years. Right? Shh. yeah. What and when 30? did he start? Eighty five. Well, I've been yeah, I'm on yeah. twenty nine. He's before me, so yeah, he's gotta be thirty-five yeah. or so, yeah.
1: I looked at my watch to see when Lager debuted.
0: <laughs> you no. got it programmed in there? No,
1: yeah. It's not even an Apple I watch, man. <laughs> no way, man. It was a free Garmin one from the fine people at United. <laughs> Thank you, United. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out.
0: Yeah. So so you go in there, Lager's making breakfast. Yeah. What's you
1: what are your duties? So uh and you know, I was pretty my duties were pretty lax, but uh the there was so many like straight Japanese young boys there. They would wake up. You wake up, I think, uh, eight, 7 a.m., and you you clean the bathrooms really quick. You know, you just tidy up everything, clean the front uh, out by the road in the street, like hose it down, sweep it. Um, uh, at night is most of the cleaning, and then uh, you clean the weight rooms and everything the shower needs to be uh,
0: squeegeed up. out yeah. yeah
1: somebody every day makes the chanko the soup the japanese like sumo soup yeah and that's like yeah
0: like it's like a stew kind yeah, of, a yeah
1: stew of like pork and vegetables it's pretty good but if yeah. you eat it for eight months straight you'll never need to eat it ever again <laughs> anytime i go to a sponsor now and they're like oh we're gonna have chocolate. Oh, I, was I hate like mother i hate just that. give we're, me yaka and give Whenever me it I now i go to
0: a sponsor and it's not yaka it's like no we're <laughs> americans we don't want chanko we don't want <laughs> fried chicken and oyster whatever the hell give us Yakuniku that's what we want yes and beer or yes yes right find some vodka for me and we're all set
1: most of them yeah (laughs) Um, that's hard to find super hard Don Quixote though has I think
0: what Decent is that? Because I remember last time you were drinking Gilby's, right? Or oh, okay. <laughs> that
1: one guy from Australia brought you Gilby's. It was Gilby's. We
0: found that. it on the street when we came over here with Anderson. <laughs> yeah, every Gales time I see Anderson Gilby's, and... I think of you now. Was yeah. <laughs> <is> it rocka, <laughs> <So> or <laughs> Rockgut? So Roman the Rain said, he goes, drinking. my mom used to drink that when oh. I was a kid. It was like, so you buy it at the Station, which is yeah. like a 7-Eleven. Oh. So imagine the, the quality of vodka you can buy at the, at the gas station. It should basically. be in a plastic bottle. It Then it would be, be perfect. Yeah, I think it's already got a screw-off cap. So yeah, that's pretty bad. So you make your Chonko. And uh, just
1: training. I never had to do chanko. Yeah, I would just. But right when I got here, I debuted, so uh, it was. You know, we were on the road too, so I wasn't um, in the dojo. the The big time was in between tours when I we were off in the do we were off in the dojo, and I would just you know we wake up. I think training was at ten it was like a mix of like wrestling and like working out. It was fun. Who's was the fun.
0: who's the teacher's the boss?
1: For the wrestling part, uh, when we were doing it, it was like Nagato mm-hmm. and kushi kashida would like, mm-hmm. you know, cuz it's a lot of guys, they're just learning how to like bump and roll right. and do and like have like some matches. Legit
0: yeah. rookies. Yeah. yeah,
1: and uh super strong machine was the the actual young boy Juji Hirata. Yeah. And him. now it's uh, Saito, but uh and then the, the guy that was like in charge of like uh the workouts was Masawa. He's a uh, do you know which one Masao is? Not he's sure, he's the trainer.
0: Mm-hmm. He's a I don't know him. Yeah, he, so it was it was cool, dude. They do it right here. So I, but when when, they, when you came in, oh yeah, they for sure so good. Yeah. You know but what about during because the young boys you have to watch the matches surround yep. the ring. Were you having to do that?
1: Yep, I wow. uh, I mean if I ate somebody's finish, I would uh, not be out there <laughs> for a while, brother. <laughs> to, yeah, cafe, okay, brother. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if I wasn't. I would be out there on the knee watching, you know, 4 years ago I was at Wrestle Kingdom wearing my little young lion costume, knee down watching every match. Dude, that is so smart that they do that because you're learning how. Like if you can't figure out how to wrestle after watching a year of being on your knee watching Tanahashi and well maybe you can't
0: figure out how to wrestle. Some <laughs> well, guys can't. Yeah. But but just just like you said the the genius of being under as Dusty would say the learning tree. You know, because when you're up against the apron side, you can hear the calls. Yeah. You can see what's going on, the reactions. I, like I said, like that would have been a dream way for me to train. I, I never I had that opportunity. It's awesome. And then the
1: fact that they let the young boys only have like five moves when they first start... Mm-hmm. I think what they hip toss, body slam, mm-hmm. big boss, and you're finish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you can't even hit the ropes, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Or they can't throw like a clothesline, or they have to like ask mm-hmm. permission, like oh, maybe drop kick off the top. And then once they see you can do it, it, it can be one of their like signature moves. But they they give them the bare, you know. Their here minimal. here's a hammer. Here's some nails here's a screw and a screwdriver, make a four, or, you know, yeah. make a, make a, but then you find out because then they understand you have to, the the only, well, the moves don't matter. And it's just selling and fire and charisma. Mm-hmm.
0: That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And then the
1: moves are whatever.
0: So or, are they, when, when you were at, actually in the dojo and in, in training, did anybody ever get stretched really bad? There's always, here's some horror stories of that, but once again, that's more the nineties. I don't know if it's as barbaric as it used to be. I mean, we, we've, I never saw, we've been blown up so bad to where it was like we had to stop practicing
1: because you couldn't wrestle because the mat was so slippery. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't even t- get up and hit the ropes. Mm.
0: But I never see. I never saw anybody like get their ass it's kicked. It's very intense workouts. Yeah,
1: it's like, yeah.
0: We used to use the tire where they'd make you back bridge over an actual we, tire. We,
1: yeah, we did that. That feels great. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Cracks your back, back. Yeah. But I never saw anybody like really get
0: mm-hmm.
1: like just. They're not totally, trying to run anybody off. No. And they, yeah, not with, not with pain anymore. Now it's more with like, you know, bump, 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 bump. You can still run people off with bumps and hitting the ropes.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I've seen it so many times. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's always big guys too. It's, or or like my hot model chicks. Like the one, one time Sarah Del Rey, I don't know, it was some really, really pretty girl. She just did like one somersault, two, and then was like, this isn't for me. And and she just got theory. out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, she just got out of the ring, and that was the last we saw her. <laughs> when I, wow, uh, she was probably making 100 grand
0: a year. She's yeah. probably making double what? That's the sad
1: thing. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I remember when I was uh, in wrestling school, Hart Brothers Camp, and it was like every day. I said, This reminds me of like a Friday the 13th movie where every day, one one less camper, you know, go into the woods and Jason kills you, and you go from 10 to 9. Yep. People just disappearing. Like, what happened to Deron? I don't know. I saw him three days ago. He's gone. Just True. left, walked out. I mean, you
1: know, if you don't absolutely love wrestling, it sucks. Mm. Like, I, like, it reminds me of like the kids in football. If you didn't, if you didn't like putting on like, or you played hockey, right? Or Mm -hmm. if you didn't like the contact and Mm -hmm. if you didn't
0: like that, you weren't. Why would you play? You wouldn't. Last, you're right. And I never had that that type of passion for hockey. I did it because you grew up in Canada. That's what it is. All I cared about was wrestling and and, you know music. And and that's how I was with
1: football. I didn't really. Yeah, like football, that much. Because
0: you have to, you have to put up with a lot to get into the business. Yeah. Like, just look what you just did. Like, you're in NXT, and then you totally take yourself out of the game, deservedly so, rightfully so, and start from scratch. Not a lot of guys would do that. You know? Yeah, I just. It's always
1: like, oh well, you know, you grow up and you're like, oh. Got to be a WWF superstar, man. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw, baby. WrestleMania. Sure. But then yeah. once you're there and it's like, okay, I'm I'm on, yes, I'm on the Patriots. I am on the New England Patriots, but I am like the number six kicker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Would I rather, i rather just go kick field goals for, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Bears. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're a pretty good football team. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But that, i rather, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather play. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit the bench. There's I, nothing
0: worse than spinning your wheels. Yeah. I hate that. Screw group. that because yeah. it's wrestling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I hate. I'm not going to just sit and catering in my life.
0: Oh my God. I'm, I'm kidding. Can't right? do it. I'd rather wrestle in front of little kids at a carnival. There's certain guys that would be on the WWE payroll for like 10 years and I'm like, you know that they're just forgetting to look under that category of the name and it's like the guy does nothing how is he still here because oh, somehow like his name fell through like between the filing cabinet <laughs> they just forgot that he's there oh yeah you know or i think there's like some
1: guys that are like that get paid and like don't even have to go on the road like they, they don't even get called just to do this hey home. listen
0: and that's the dream job but is it Ugh. to get paid to do nothing i remember i went to a uh, caa once the big talent agency in uh, hollywood and um talking to the guy a little bit and gets out this big book of their roster and he goes listen he goes Johnny Depp of course you know Tom Cruise absolutely you know uh, 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 I can't remember her name is you know whatever these giant big stars but let's look through the book here and see who else is here he goes Doug Schwartzman he goes I don't know who the hell Doug Schwartzman is you don't want to be Doug Schwartzman this isn't the place for you at this point in time you know, and, and that's Halle Berry is the girlfriend. Okay. But it's like, you know, if you, you don't want to get lost in the shuffle to just be a name, yeah. hey, I, I'm repped by CAA and they don't even know who you are. You yeah. don't want that. No. Yeah. When you first came to Japan, and obviously now you've got a lot, it's been a, a, a slow and steady build. Yep. Uh, to where when I first, I mean, I've been here for a year, but it was the match you had with Kenny. Um, have you just had one match with them or a couple matches with them? There's one really. Uh, two or three. But I there think, was one yeah. that was a standout one. Yeah, I think that was the, yeah, the first or one. one. Yeah. Which <gasps> one was it? Kobe? That? Destruction? Was Kobe? that this year? Or, last year. Last t- year. But that was kind of a whatever it was. Yeah, there was some match I, you had with somebody that really kind of took you to the next step.
1: Yeah, I think that was, that was one of them. It was like my first main event, too. Right. And uh, two foreigners. I mean, he's Kenny, so. Mm.
0: He's pretty much adopted Japanese.
1: Yeah, but. You know, it's kind of pressure. There's a little bit of pressure. Like, what if nobody
0: comes? Hey, <laughs> anytime you're on the main event, I know. Why? If it's it so sells weird. out or doesn't sell out, that's on you know on you and, yeah. and right. But yeah, that match was. Did anybody good. come? Yeah, a few, a few <laughs> people came. <laughs> so <laughs> flew so my I, dad out. <laughs> how was that for you, like as a coming out sort of thing?
1: Uh, it was it was really good. I, but I think the the big one was when I did like tag league with Tanahashi. It was Mm. was supposed to be like Elgin and Tanahashi in a tag league. Elgin broke his face and was Mm. out. And then I got like bumped up to wrestling with Tanahashi. But the tours were already made. So it's like, oh, I'm in all these like 20 minute tags. And I'm the guy, if we win, he's winning. But if we lose and we we did a fair bit of losing, I'm the guy that's going to lose. So like I was in the closing stretches all of, of the main. So that was when I was, that's when I started to feel like, oh, hell yeah you know he yeah, that's when i started you get like, the confidence uh, yeah i had confidence and oh okay I, oh i may have been a Corkin for i've main about a corkin a bunch now so now i could go main event corkin you know tonight and i wouldn't be nervous at oh, all man. it's like a lot of
0: nerve the nervous stuff for me was is always like the first time mm-hmm. but once you do it a few times it's like whatever it's it's such smart booking and it's not rocket science once again and i'm not saying that they don't do it in other companies but i just really like the very logical booking here and no, once again like you said somebody gets hurt you get put in this spot i don't know if you if you know my history here but Jado and gato and fuyuki were yeah. a big heel team in 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 wr with tenru and then Jado messed up his shoulder and they put me in there so now it's fuyuki gato and, and, and lionheart and then Jado comes back and i'm like no I'm, no I'm in that team now now you like i'm here not just because someone got hurt now i earned my place the guy's back and i'm still in the top Heal group and that's something that Once once you start feeling that And like you mentioned okay now You work your way up and now you work Kenny in a main it. now you're in the tag lead with Tanahashi Who's one of the biggest stars now you know There's plans for you yeah and uh, when
1: The other The other revelation Or I don't know what the word is but the other time I was like Oh this is stuff start, start starting To go good is when I was in If I'm wrestling somebody now that's like Underneath me in Corkin or whatever They'll you know Boo me and like cheer. I'm a, mm. what the f- I'm the underdog. You know, I <laughs> yeah, was yeah, the underdog, but now like if I'm like beating up a young boy or whatever, mm. they're gonna root for him. Mm-hmm. But then you just play along and in, into it, and you can still be a baby face, but be like cheeky a little. You know, as long as you're doing it with a smile on your face. <laughs> but and well, I was bringing that up for. Oh, they always like the fans know if oh that guy's probably gonna lose. You know, it's all ta- it's all like six mans and eight mans and ten mans here, and it's uh, booked and made in such a way. That there's like, you can pretty much look at the car. and be like, oh, yeah. you know, yes, he's gonna win. A he's gonna boy, lose. Yeah, a job boy, in, you know, in each
0: match, yeah, but designated jobber.
1: Right but now. every once in a while, like, I one time I just beat Kojima. But you know, I lost to Kojima a hundred times. But then that one day I beat, and the people like they lose their mind because even it, you know you, you show them this is what it is. This is how it's gonna be. He's gonna lose. He's gonna lose. He's gonna lose. Nope, he won. You know, they do it so wins and losses matter here so much. They're the only thing that like if you pin a champion, you get a title shot. Mm-hmm. It's it's just how it works. That's why the titles mean
0: something here. It's very basic booking it's so like you basic said. If easy. you pin, yeah, and that's all that it takes.
1: But that's how wrestling just is. Mm-hmm. Don't need to overthink it. Mm-hmm. No, we don't
0: dude, we're not going to fight
1: because you kissed my girlfriend. Like I know that's American <laughs> yeah. style and that's cool stuff, but my favorite
0: shit is like
1: this is for the championship and this guy wants to prove that's the, the, how it's got to be. It's well, I mean, be if you're looking at
0: real world, any type of competition, whether it's even in business or whatever, the, the winner gets a prize. Mm-hmm. And like you said, for a title, the title should mean everything. It's funny, though. I did a, a Wrestle Kingdom preview. Every match on this card, with the exception of one, uh, uh, Jay and Okada is for a title. Yeah. It's a lot. Of, it's like getting to be Mexican wrestling now, where there's like the mm. lightweight double champion beach boy, peace championship yeah but i mean that's kind of another thing i think there's a lot of titles here they all mean something but there's a lot of them
1: there is that's
0: yeah that's why i feel like i like that the never the one with osprey
1: and ibushi should be like any weight class you know
0: is that what that's is that what it is that's
1: i think that's what it was supposed to be Mm -hmm. but then it, it then it like slowly turned into this like ishii and shibata like strong style title almost like it was kind of like ping ponging around like goto and mm-hmm. Makabe and ishii but but i think it was originally made for you know a junior heavyweight to maybe wrestle a heavyweight right right, and right. that is cool because yeah. it's like open. i like that i like the six man and stuff and then i don't know they're all fine but i know what you mean there is a couple too many no too yeah, many and you working
0: like. with with cody tomorrow did you work last year in wrestle kingdom yeah i was just in that gauntlet like the okay yeah yeah, yeah and oh, sure. this year <laughs> this year it's you versus Cody for the US title yeah yeah have you had this title before
1: yeah okay for like um, a couple months yeah Cody beat me for it
0: oh and how is that I once like think- you mentioned you know when you when you had Kenny and you like I worked Kenny last year and he's pretty much like I said honorary Japanese but mm-hmm. what's it like when you have a straight you know gaijing versus gaijing match how does the crowd react yeah it's just
1: well the first time me and Cody wrestled uh at wrestle kingdom 11 maybe the mm. year before mm. you came i think okay. and i was just starting and once again i was in there because elgin got hurt i think as well and cody that was his debut in japan so they were real quiet <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> yeah
1: but i once they if they're invested in you it doesn't matter do
0: you think <laughs> that at uh, this point they feel as if you're kind of honorary japanese I,
1: or maybe not honorary or japanese but they ever i think they know me and they like me mm-hmm. but no i'm definitely not honorary do you, do you speak <laughs> japanese at all? no i was just gonna say like <laughs> yeah. no way no a little bit i mean i could order a beer and mm-hmm. you know like, i can i can survive i bet yeah i'd probably be able to i'd probably be way better at it if i didn't have people like taking care of me all the time you know You're pretty I mean? lazy right yeah
0: <laughs> um because that's the thing you, you only work here you don't work anywhere really in the states
1: no i do i did like a couple indies here and there but i'm gonna do more ring of honor this year oh yeah yeah and you know, Rev Pro is – and then
0: – Is that England? Yeah. yeah. And
1: I did CMLL once too.
0: Hmm, Mexico, yeah. Yeah, but
1: – yeah, I don't – I rather – we're here so much. Your I'm, focus is yeah, here. Yeah, i rather just sit on the couch when I'm off and watch the Cubs with my dad. Because <laughs> it's not like you're getting a lot of off time though. Right, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And might as well just enjoy it. And, dude, I would suck because I, I'm not – I was never under contract. So, like, New Japan pays – Ninety-nine percent of the money I make in wrestling, right? So if I like do like a crappy little indie in BFE Tennessee and like rip my knee apart, mm.
0: not under contract, right? They who knows what would happen. Are so you are, that, are you under contract now? No, still I'm not under contract. I'm
1: about to be, I think. Yeah, pretty quick.
0: That's one thing I thought after they <laughs> in had a d- few
1: hours. <laughs>
0: but as we speak, yeah. do, you, do you want to record it? Yeah, he's con- <laughs> Um That's one thing I know when when they did that big raid. I guess it was two years ago, right, or three years ago, with Gallows and Anderson, yeah. and AJ and Shinsuke. You think that they would be signing up everybody now?
1: Yeah, I, I, they, I was just, I had a handshake agreement all the way up mm-hmm. for the, for four years, and it worked great. It worked great. It was fine. And but now it's it's time to sign a contract. I think. Mm-hmm. Like a. Is your goal to stay in Japan, or do you want to ever go back to the states again? Or no, I I want to just work for New Japan forever. Because I think we're going to do more and more shows in America. And now, like, with the invention of the internet and everything. You know? but you, Anybody, like, can watch anything now. So it's, I don't know. I don't need to go back there. I, I would hate to go back there and not do something. And contribute, right? Yeah. Like, here, you feel like you have a little bit, you know, you move, the, you don't move the needle, I know. But a little bit. It feels well, like a but, little but, bit.
0: But the thing is, once again, you mentioned how Elgin got hurt and you step in. Yeah. We know now that. You know, we saw it yesterday Cody Bucks not coming back. to Japan. We don't know what ha- was going to happen with Kenny. They need some other guys right. now to step up. And to, when I look at the roster with the experience that I have, I see you, I see uh, I see Osprey, and I see uh, Jay. Yep, Th- those are your next. And it, to extend Zach Saber as well, but he's a little bit more of a niche guy. I mean, he's he's really great, but I see as a guy who could main event against Okada. You're a guy that I think fits that mold maybe not tomorrow that's but a, yeah. give it six months exa- down the line because yeah. that's one thing you said Gato's very smart with taking the pieces that he has to the puzzle and building them very smartly and legitimately
1: and I think he looks at a guy and is like in three years he looks at a guy and knows where he's gonna put
0: him in like three years mm-hmm. too,
1: if everything goes accordingly mm-hmm. which is badass I couldn't
0: do that now japan is also uh, as a country it's a very uh, not strange but it, there's a lot to get used to yeah here what were some of the things like do you like the country as a whole i love yeah. japan
1: so, i love it so much people always ask well why don't you just live there nope gotta go home to america <laughs> yeah. like there's nothing i love getting off in o'hare walking in the <laughs> oh. first i said passports to the left globe entry to the <laughs> right motherfucker it's like, gee, we didn't hear you back there. I'm home. In Japan, yeah, I always feel, oh, I'm home. I'm back in <laughs> Chicago. But like in Japan, that would never, you know. Right, right. They would say the same thing in the same perfect polite tone. And they will say it for eight hours, over <laughs> and over yeah. again. You walk into a Seven Eleven at four a.m. hammered. The guy's gonna be like, "Hello, welcome for us, cu- yes, us. Yeah, 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 welcome Thank to 7-Eleven. Thank you." you <laughs> yeah, well, <I> like, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the hell he's saying. to me. I was like, "Hey, brother." Uh, but no, I love it. There's like you know they do a couple. There's a couple things that are silly here. Like if you. But here, if you ask for like another, an extra sauce for your nuggets, they will be like, mm-hmm. hold on. Let me go ask. I can give you an extra sweet and sour. <laughs> the, I like, would say like, here. Very protocols. Rules or rules. They love rule. Finley yes. says they love lining up here. <laughs> but, no, they love rules. They love rules. Yeah. And yeah. Dude, Don't bend them. No. Right. And adapting or like. they're very to the book Mm -hmm. keep it and everything works great they have like the best public transportation in the world don't they Mm -hmm. yeah they're badasses but I got to go to America and see some... I want to walk into a convenience center every once in a while and have the guy not look up at me. Mm. Just be on his phone.
0: i got a sandwich that doesn't have an octopus and corn on it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's It's like a lost station or something like that. You go in there to get a snack. There's no snacks there. No, no. It's just a bunch of really weird shit. Yeah, we also have a hot dog bun with noodles on it. (laughs) And, yeah, and octopus with corn.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. What's
0: some of the weirdest things that you've uh, experienced here?
1: Dude. I was. I thought you were gonna ask me one of the weirdest things I've eaten.
0: Oh, try but that like, then. Okay, You're I both. ate
1: this. I still don't know what the hell it's called. It was something Korean, but it was. They were like little. They looked like octopus arms,
0: like tentacles.
1: Tentacles, yeah, <laughs> arms, biceps. They looked like octopus biceps. No, they, yeah, tentacles. But they were still alive. And when I put them in my mouth, like they were suctioning oh, around, dude. Like they were. Yeah, where like, they was were this? Good. Uh, this was in Tokyo, So like at a at a, like, like a some sort of Korean thing, and they were rest, all freaking out. Oh like, my gosh! Do you want to eat? I'm like hell yeah, I want to eat this. Oh, and ew. It, it was fine. It just tasted like they just don't
0: give a shit no. here. If it's if it's of the earth, they'll eat it. Yeah, hell yeah. Wow. And then
1: one time I was somewhere, and I was the guy brought out like a f- by the head an eel,
0: and just. You know, swinging his tails, tail around like,
1: flying all over the place and he's like i have no idea what they're saying but everybody's like all right, and then he's like he's got it and he walks back he comes back like 20 minutes later and here it is all cooked up so oh so that was just a lie i mean that's not really that weird the eel's really good
0: though is it i haven't yeah, tried raw it.
1: horse is like the one that freaks my dad out a little well yeah but dude raw horse is f-
0: so good probably it's eating horse, horse and cat I've more here than you thought.
1: Nah, and I hope not cat. Yeah. I don't, I'm not into I wouldn't be into eating cat or dog. No, but I'm saying sometimes I think I, think I don't <laughs> think we know for sure. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Some of the
0: meat uh, the selections that you get here. Yeah. I went to a, a restaurant once, um, and they ask you if you have this for a lobster. Which lobster do you want? I'll take this one. They take it out of the tank and they stick it right on the grill. And it's not, it, it, the steam coming through makes a noise, but it sounds like it's screaming. Yeah. It's like, me! Yeah, 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 like, yeah! yeah. I can't eat this. It's screaming as you're
1: burning it alive on the grill. <laughs> oh, it's it's terrible. Thank God, its brain is as big as a booger, <laughs> yeah. so it has no idea what's happening. But yeah, dude, I my my moral for the food, my my uh, rule for the food here is like. Dude, if they're going to serve it to you, it's probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. Or else it wouldn't be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way people eat these little octopus tentacles. Yeah. That suction, it's got to be okay. It, it, it can't taste like shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> else, but like, we were just eating yakiniku last night and, you know, pig intestine. Or no, beef intestine or cow intestine. What, the, what, do, we ha- what do we call it? Chitlins? Or, what are oh, chitlins? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Chit- Chitlins, is that what I it? think that's the intestinal. It's like, uh, what do they call yeah. it in England? I can't remember what they call it. Uh, uh, haggis. Yeah. Yeah, stomach, cow mm, intestinal. Like,
1: like nobody, I don't think, wakes up and is like, yeah, I'm going to go get
0: some shit mm. tubes and eat those today. But How about the cow vagina? That's a good one. That's, <laughs> I saw it on the menu, yeah. Cow vagina. I'm not <laughs> okay. even joking because it says it in Japanese and then underneath in, in brackets, cow vagina.
1: But it, they spelt vagina B-A. <laughs> <laughs> cow vagina. Me
0: and Philly's favorite thing is
1: like they when they language a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. like uh, the L's and R's and B's and B's yeah. like he takes pictures and sends them to his dad all the time <laughs> I love it
0: I think it's the cutest <laughs> it's so cute. It is. the very first show that I ever had in Japan was FMW uh, me and Lance went together Lance Storm and Lance is so distraught I show up he goes, he goes we're not on the show go, what do you mean we're not on the show it's the first show how can we not be on the show so I read the card and I'm like oh dude not only we're we on the show we're in the main event and we were listed under uh Kleiss who's me, Chris, yeah. and Runts? who's Lance. <laughs> Kleiss and runts They put a U instead of an A, too. Yeah, yeah. Runts. I was like, dude, that sounds Kleis. like Kleis and <laughs> Sounds like hillbilly <laughs> names. <laughs> yeah. Cletus and...
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, so you never know what you're going to get when you show up there. Uh. Oh, man. Well, that's really cool. So, so now that you're, you're here, you're ensconced, you're going to stay here for a while. Literally, you want to stay here for the rest of your career?
1: I want to be in New Japan until either... Until I have that feeling that I had in uh, mm-hmm. WWE, but I don't think I'm ever gonna have that feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever gonna be like I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna sit the bench. I'm always gonna contribute here in some way. But if if I I don't, know, I, don't I don't think I'll ever have the feeling where
0: I need to leave or like hitting the ceiling here. I don't, it's, it's years down. The, it's an exciting it's, time though. Yeah. It's so cool. It's that growing. That, and whereas it's, back you know ten years ago, walking away from WWE might be like yeah. Now there's there is other places to go. And make a great living and in, and in, in, in contribute. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, my goal is not I. If I never walk through a curtain at WWE ever again, I won't lose any sleep over it. Hmm. It'll be weird when my career if, when my career is over. It'll be like, wow, his career was a little backwards, but
0: or is it? I mean, you look, at, yeah, if you look at like Stan Hansen, you know, those type of guys, butcher, Abdullah butcher. Like those guys made huge money. Stan, I don't remember ever seeing him in the states except for maybe in the AW, AW in the early eighties, yeah. and then he just came here, and that was it. You know. Yep. So. Yeah, and it's whatever. Last uh, question for you: What was your favorite match you had in NXT, and your favorite match you've had here in Japan? Okay.
1: Um, my favorite match NXT was. Well, can I name? I had a match with do Roman. Okay, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. it's your podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're
0: on the excellence. <laughs> yeah, like, on the excellence floor, you can do it. Okay. Uh,
1: I had a match once with Roman Reigns when he was like. Either he had just changed from Leaki to Roman Reigns. Strange or name, that I thought it was Leaky. I'm yeah, it was leaky. everybody always did. And it was one of the. It was like a match where everything that we thought, like they made the the crowd was so hot. It was just a little bitty Jacksonville Armory, but it was like I was so underneath him, and he was like, you knew he was going to be what mm-hmm, he was. Mm-hmm. And we came in the back, and Seth was just like, I knew we just tore it up. And like he mentioned that match once too to somebody. Wrote so, yeah, and it was just a. Ma- it was like the first time I can remember like yeah. felt it. Yeah, I tore it up. And then me and Ty. He's Riz, great, man. Yeah, he's, he's great. So good. So great, yeah. And then me and Reese used to have like just fun matches on
0: another uh, super underrated yep. brother.
1: Yeah. But my favorite one in NXT was probably the one where I broke Kevin's nose, only because it was just so. What happened? I uh, I palm striked him, but he I missed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He so
1: it's strike him. To be, yeah, it's supposed to be like, oh, we just totally break KFA but, but whatever. <laughs> it's supposed to be like, he runs run into me in the corner, I pick up a boot, and he puts it down, but then I hit him with, you know, the, mm-hmm. the palm strike, but I was thinking, pull it down, stay there, and I hit him, but he was feeding in, so it was like, Oof. palm strike to the nose, and he cut my, like, well, I cut my own hand, but I had like three stitches in my palm. From his like nose? There, yeah, from... From not the cartilage part like that hard, the bread. Oh my bone. gosh! So I broke the part of where the cartilage connects to the actual bone, mm. and then he I had like a hole in my hand, it was so weird. Wow, and I didn't I knew it might hurt, I didn't feel it at all. But then he's like, when I pinned him, he was like, and he kicked out. He's like, I think my no you just exploded my nose or something. Oof. I was like, oh, shit, I did. And then I had blood, and I was bleeding too. It was just a mess, but it was so cool because the referee's like trying to like clean him up, mm-hmm. and he's just looking. in. It was his debut too. Mm-hmm. The crowd was really hot. It was, it was, and we became like really good friends after. Mm-hmm. That was probably that was hey, fun. when you
0: shatter someone's nose, man. Yeah, that uh, makes you a brother.
1: And then my favorite one here was last year, me and Tanahashi. In a single, the first single, the first time I ever wrestled him, mm. and it was in New Japan Cup, and it was just cork and main event, like in March of 2017 or 18. And it was just like he's so over. We were doing nothing, and they were just losing their mind, not because of me. Nothing. <laughs> and I was like, told him he's like, somebody was like, oh, so good match, dude. All you have to do with that guy is just don't forget your boots, and you're gonna have a great match. <laughs> and that's and that, but that was that was just like. <sighs> You know the feeling after you have a match? You're just like almost emotional. Yeah, like I was cutting a promo and I could have just burst into tears and then ran through the brick wall. Like I was just so pumped. It's just a lot. Of, yeah, that was my favorite. You get but, that feeling. Yeah. Man.
0: Well, cool, man. Well, it's cool we finally get to do this. Yeah,
1: uh, that was cool. Hopefully it doesn't suck, whoever had to listen to this, or whoever gets to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> if you it's think a, it sucks. In, if it sucks, it's because it was morning time, we're drinking coffee. I think it was good. Of, if you think it yeah. sucks, just keep it
0: to yourself. Yeah. and uh, We don't need any uh, social media bullshit this early in the morning. Uh, you can
1: try to social media me, because I don't have none. Oh, none? Nothing, man. No interest? Nothing. I got, well, no, I deleted it all. Really? A year ago. Nothing. No Why? Facebook, no Instagram. Oh, too many, just... All so marks haters. putting all, yeah. yeah. Haters, just marks putting themselves over, and I just checked out of it. <laughs> so, there you go.
0: You can't even if you think it sucks, you can't even do anything about it. If you it.
1: want to see me, see me at the matches, brother. Curtain to curtain. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. thanks again to Juice Robinson. The New Japan Ring of Honor G1 Supercard will air as a two-part special on Access TV this Friday, April 12th. So if you missed the pay-per-view last weekend, you got a chance to see it on Access this Friday night. Got some great matches. Juice Robinson was in a six-man with uh, Bully Ray, who was on last week. Don't forget too about Naito versus Ibushi, my old rival Naito. And of course, I think one of the best matches on the show, Okada versus Jay White. Also, another talk is Jericho Alumni. Go check it out now. Like we said, you can see that on Friday, April 12th uh, on Access TV. So check it out. And you also got a chance to check out Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at C Part 2 setting sail January 20th, 2020. Listen, we are over 8% sold out. So you want to book now, you got to come on the best vacation ever. And there's so much to see and do. Hang with all the killer town that's going to be on the cruise. Guest of honor, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Drop, uh, drop the mic right there. That's all you need to know. And if you, do you need more, how about the NWO? Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, X-Pac. How about Jake the Snake Roberts? Queen Charmel, Booker T., doing his Hall of Fame podcast. MVP doing his most valuable prisoner one-man show. What a, what a story he's got. Brad Williams is the host, hilarious. Vicky Guerrero, special cruise director, and her daughter and Eddie's daughter, Shaw Guerrero, will be there. Shaw Guerrero's burlesque troupe, the Vaudettes, will be there. How about Jack Slade, special cruise mascot, official keeper of the ice? He was also on last week. If you haven't listened to the WrestleMania preview, you should go check it out. It's very, very funny, even though WrestleMania's already done. See how many of our predictions we got right. How about Eric Bischoff and Conrad Thompson doing 83 weeks live on the ship is going to be there. Farewell to Fear. Rubik's Cube, the greatest 80s cover band. Uh, Killer Queen, the greatest female queen cover band. Dave Spivak Project is back. Jared James Nichols is awesome. Kickaxe, one of my all-time favorite bands, coming straight from Vancouver, Canada, to play for you. Uh, oh, DDP hosting more live DDP yoga workshops on the ship. Beyond the Darkness will be hosting more creepy paranormal events. AEW will be there. So much stuff. We don't want you to miss out. Please book your cabin now at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. You are going to have a blast. Speaking of blast, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. And on Wednesday, we're joined by Tessa Blanchard, the best new women's wrestler on the planet today from Impact Wrestling. Uh, great, great interview with her. Of course, she's Tully Blanchard's daughter, a third-generation performer, and she acts and speaks like it. All right, so until then, we'll see you soon. Stay hard, stay hungry, peace, love, and hugs, and a big, yeah, boy!